Rancho Radio. 92.9. We are brought to you this morning by P. Quail Realty and Pam Harris here in Rio Rancho. It is time to find out what is going on in the City of Vision with our Mayor, Greg Hull. Good Sunday morning, Mayor. Well, good Sunday morning to you too, Derek, and good Sunday morning to everybody out there listening. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you for sharing your Sunday morning with us. And Derek, how many years have our listeners been sharing their Sunday mornings with us? Well, we've been doing this, I think, since 2015. Yeah. Yeah, so seven years that we've been doing this, it's uh, it's quite a long time that we've been bringing the updates every Sunday morning right here on KDSK, so appreciate KDSK, appreciate our sponsors that have uh, helped us carry the show over the years as well, and we really appreciate everybody that tunes in this early on a Sunday yeah. morning. Well, and I want to remind people, too, that the mayor doesn't get paid for this. He does this just because he feels it's a good thing to do. Your tax dollars don't pay for this either paid for at the moment by P. Quail Realty, as I mentioned. So this is just the mayor trying to be transparent and get information out. But the city of Rio Rancho uh, does not pay for the airtime. Right, right. No, absolutely. And we appreciate all that KDSK does to uh, make sure that we get this information out there. But anyway, we I'll tell you what, Derek, uh, as is always, is we never have a lack of things to talk about. We, you know, the city is constantly moving. We're on the move and getting stuff done and... We're seeing a lot of things happening in Rio Rancho. Now, um, you know, development is always a big one that we like to talk about. We'll talk a little bit about development here in a minute. But, you know, we've got a few things coming up. And uh, as you always like to talk about, we liked, we've like we had a couple of uh, new businesses open. Because as a citizen, you know, it's nice to have new places to go. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of these businesses, unless you've got some young kids, you probably won't go there. But uh, we'll talk about but that our, in a minute. our listeners might. But then... The, uh, but then there's one that I might go to. That's right. That's right. So we did a ribbon cutting this past Thursday on a great little business. It was called Merit Family Medicine. And we went over there and the owner, Brandy, uh, did a ribbon cutting and uh, had a had a great time. And what a great little family practice that they've got there. And so if you are looking for a great family practitioner here in the city of Rio Rancho, we have this great little business called Merit and that's M-E-R-I-T, Family Medicine. You can go out and check out their Facebook page. But they're located over there, uh, over on uh, uh, 4101 Barbara Loop. So just down the street from you, Derek. They're right next door to the radio station. Right. I should go over there and sign up with them because then I, if I get sick, I can just walk next door. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, they're in Suite C. Now, they've actually been in business for two and a half years, but they've got a new location. They just moved into this new location right here on Barber Loop, so we wanted to celebrate their business. And back when they did open, they didn't do a ribbon cutting or a celebration, so we wanted to make sure that we got that taken care of, so we we did that, and it, it was uh, a lot of fun, and we had a great time, and so excited to have the Merritt Family Medicine getting into their new business, and they're clearly doing successful business here in the city of Rio Rancho. So go out and support them. Local family practitioner right there. I'm always happy if I don't have to go out of town to go to the doctor That's or true. to do anything. That's next. true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and what's, what's the other one you mentioned? Well, the other one is we have over in the area of Unser 
and Cabazon, where the Denny's is, mm-hmm. where the Denny's is located. By your house. Yes, right there by my house. Uh, we have the learning experience. So this is a new children's daycare, and I got to join them on Thursday and do a book reading for the kids. So that was exciting there, and they're located at 1510 Unser Boulevard Southeast. So if you've seen that new building going up there, Right there, like I said, there's uh, there's Denny's. If you go back in there, there's Dion's. There's also After Hours Pediatrics right there, and they're right next to After After Hours Pediatrics. So okay. not hard to find, but great brand new building there, and they're up and running and really providing a great service for working parents that want to put their children in a great place. So uh, go check them out as well. But that's the learning experience. It's a great-looking building, great business, great business. So I think if you have kids in that age bracket, you should go talk to them. Now, let's get down to city business here. You had a governing body meeting, and uh, you worked on some LIDA rules. Yeah, LIDA. So that's an acronym, LIDA, Local Economic Development Act, is what that stands for. And we updated our LIDA ordinance. Now, this is a very important ordinance. When people say, why don't we have more businesses coming to Rio Rancho? Why don't we have this? Why don't we have that? Well, a LIDA ordinance is critical to recruiting jobs to a community. And that LIDA ordinance allows us to do certain things in the area of tax incentives or even potentially financial or infrastructure support to bring in a new business. So we needed to update our LIDA ordinance because this past year in the state legislature, they passed some new rules around LIDA, and we had to make sure that our ordinance pairs up and matches with the state. So we updated that, and what that does is it helps us be more flexible. It helps us be more business-friendly, and it really sends a signal to the people that are looking at Rio Rancho that we're open for business and we want your business here. As I understand, it's uh, businesses who want to come here and might be hiring. A certain amount of people can get money through the city and the state. Well, uh, it, sometimes sometimes money. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of different tax incentives, uh, yeah, tax breaks. Yeah, there's a lot of different incentives. I mean, when you look at the city's local economic development items, we have the LIDA ordinance, and then we have what's known as a GRIP ordinance. And through some of those things, we structure IRBs, which are industrial revenue bonds. Sometimes we'll finance infrastructure. And uh, the, the GRIP ordinance is a gross receipts incentive program is what that stands for. And under that ordinance, if you're building a new business here and you're generating gross receipts tax, you can apply to have that ordinance uh, reimburse you for infrastructure expenses. Because in Rio Rancho, you can go build a business somewhere and you might be building somewhere in an area where there might not be the appropriate infrastructure. So you want to upgrade the infrastructure, but it's kind of expensive. So there may not be power or water. Correct. So those would be eligible items uh, that if it was the right kind of business, the type of business that we're looking to attract, if it was the right kind of business, job creation business that generated gross receipts tax, is that they could apply for that and they would get incremental reimbursement based on their performance as a business. So if they generate a certain amount of gross receipts, they'd get a certain amount of their infrastructure costs reimbursed. But it's performance-based, so that way we don't just write them a check up front and hope for the best. They have to perform, and through those performance matrix, the city ends up making some money on the tax revenue, and they get reimbursed some tax revenue money to help offset their costs for setting up inside the city. So it's actually a really cool ordinance. So we've got these various different LIDA or Local Economic Development Act ordinances that help us recruit businesses. 
and help us kind of really be as business friendly as we possibly can. And we have to do it within the confines of the anti-donation laws and oh, different things like that, right? There are rules. Yes. There's, yeah, there are rules. So we have to be very careful about how we structure the deals, and then they're contractual. And if they don't perform, then we have clawbacks, and clawbacks are where, okay, you didn't perform the way you said you were going to perform, so you got to give us any tax incentives back that we gave you. Right. And as I'm listening to Mayor Hull in Rio Rancho right now, and I'm thinking of bringing a, a business in to Rio Rancho, who would I talk to about getting information on those funds? Well, you, what you would do is come to City Hall and you'd talk to our Development Services Department. And uh, normally, you would talk to our Economic Development Manager. But right now, that current position is vacant because our current Economic Development Manager was promoted up to City Manager. Right. So really, it's kind of the City Manager who's playing those dual roles right now. So that's Matt. It's Matt Geisel. Yeah. Matt is really keen and very, very sharp when it comes to the local economic development stuff because for a while, he was actually the Secretary for the State of New Mexico, right. the uh, Secretary of Economic Development. So, I remember when yeah. Susana Martinez, the governor at the time, hired him away from Rio Rancho. Yes, and I wasn't happy about that because he was doing our economic development. He was doing our business development for the city when he got tapped for the Secretary of the State. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't blame him for getting no. something like that on your resume, right? I mean, to see you get tapped by the governor to go work is the lead economic developer for the state of New Mexico, you got to go do it, right? Oh, sure. And, uh, well, you'd hope he could do for the state what he did for Rio Rancho. Right. And, of course, when he was no longer with the state, we try to recruit him back to get him back on our economic development team. And then uh, when the opportunity came, he uh, applied to be the new city manager and was hired by the city council. Good. And then how about you're working on a new a site plan, speaking of new businesses? Well, there was a site plan, and whenever you see a site plan, on a governing body meeting, you always want to stop and look and say, oh, a site plan, what is that? So since it's public record and it was voted on and approved in the last city council meeting, it's free game now because, once again, it's public record. Once sure. once it goes through a public meeting, it's out there. So in the answer gateway, we approved a new site plan for a brand new building, and that building will house a brand new Whataburger. So, oh, hey. Yeah, so Whataburger's coming to Southern Rio Rancho down along the Unser Gateway, and they'll now that the site plan's been approved, they'll start pulling permits and get to building right away. So they'll be down there across the street from Rust Medical Center in the Unser Gateway in the pavilion area. And they're already here in the northern end of town on 528, which is up near my house, so that's the one I go to. You know, it's good that it's always been good for me that they were up in the northern part of town because... You know, I'm not. I'm not always up there, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, Keeps and from... I am a. I'm a Whataburger fan. So, you know, again, we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, but that's uh, it's a very good hamburger. We're talking about Whataburger and the Whataburger. Uh, I know you don't see advertising for them a lot, but they do have a really good hamburger. They do. They do. I'm a fan of their burger. I'm a fan of the Lotta Burger. And there's a few different burgers out there I'm a fan of. And when you can also get it with an order of onion rings, mm. that's what I'm a fan of. Is okay. they, so Whataburger and Blake's, both of them have really good, you know, in my opinion, onion rings. Yeah. But those are things that at my age... I should probably not be eating because it's hard for me to control my weight well, you when know, I'm eating that You don't stuff. eat it every day. No, I day. don't. I don't. And thank goodness I don't. But with as much as I move around and as on the go as I am, 
having one down in the proximity of my house can't be a good thing. So. No, but it's interesting that we're seeing so much action. I guess that uh, Russ Medical Center is a huge anchor for all kinds of businesses. It is. It is. It, it's absolutely an anchor in the amount of jobs that they create over there. And then, of course, you're going to see a lot of businesses, I hope, let me put it this way. We won't know until they actually start pulling permits and building buildings. But I believe that you're going to see a big push for lots of businesses starting to roll into Rio Rancho right now. We worked very hard with the state and the county to bring the $3.5 billion investment from Intel Corporation here and all the jobs that that's going to create. And uh, while the construction's going on, Derek, that's 1,500 to 2,500 temporary jobs that are going to be there for three years or so is what they're telling us. And then after that, there'll be 700 permanent jobs. But over the next three years, there's just going to be a flurry of activity with these additional workers being up here in the city of Rio Rancho. They're going to be looking for places to have lunch. They're going to be looking for places to have dinner. They're going to be looking for places to live for the next two to three years. Well, I was just going to say, you've got all those new houses going up in that new development on the other side of Unser right. plus Rust. So that's going to be a hot spot. Yeah, and but that's a good thing for Rio Rancho it, to have you know, where a place where so many people want to put a new business. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we're seeing a lot of activity. And as a matter of fact, we're going to be joining them for a celebration of their new business back here on Stephanie, where a gentleman by the name of Phil Minucci just opened up a whole bunch of warehouse offices mm. right back there across from the uh, Rio Rancho fire department's administrative offices right there on Stephanie. So you go back there and you go in there. There's like 10 new businesses in there, and we're going to announce those, and I'm going to list those off probably in the next week or two because we're going to be celebrating that. And I'll be posting that on my Facebook page, and we'll be putting information about it. It's on an upcoming Saturday. And the exact address on that is 1524 Stephanie Road, so that everybody knows. And that's going to be Saturday, October 9th, from 4.30 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. And I should have brought this up earlier on when we talked about some of the various different businesses that we're going to be opening up there. But there's a whole bunch of businesses that are coming in there. And so we'll be listing all those off after we have the complete list of them. But We're going to be celebrating that October 9th there at Stephanie Road. And if you'd like more information, I'll be posting that on my Facebook page as well so we can go out there and see all those great businesses. I think if somebody like this guy did builds more of those warehouse-type office spaces, you will see more businesses open because there's a big need for those. Oh, yeah, there are. And they're perfect because usually they're a shell inside. They're just a metal building inside, mm-hmm. and you can pretty much do whatever you want yeah. in there. Make it to, to suit, as they say. Exactly. Build a suit. Yeah. And so there's a dance team that's in there. There's, a, uh, I think, a window tinter that just opened up in there. And there's a bunch of other different little businesses. Just really a cool entrepreneur space where people are in there. And I will tell you, those little warehouse spaces are great for those entrepreneurial spaces. They're small, depending on how many spaces you rent. I think in this particular building, you can rent as small as 4,000 square feet, and then you can take over more space if you right, want it, right? Take a wall out. Or take a, yeah, exactly. Take a wall out and kind of expand. So you've got some ability for expansion there. But uh, he, he had this building filled before it was built. I'm sure. Okay. And it, you see a lot of people that have home businesses that grow to the point where they need a space, and, and you see them move into these kind of spaces. Absolutely. 
And so these entrepreneurial spaces are critical and then working to bring these businesses in. So going back to some of the different things that we're talking about, being business friendly, trying to create jobs and recruit these businesses here. Really, I believe you're going to see a lot more of these small businesses pop up all over Rio Rancho because, hey, the market is hot right now and people are looking for services and they're going to want to be here to catch some of that business while it's here. So I think we'll see some more warehouse spacing coming forward. I think we'll see some more retail spacing coming forward. And when we talk about retail space, it's probably going to be the more small mom and pop style stuff that you're going to see that where it's more specialized because you and I have talked about this before, as much as we try to recruit retail to the city, brick and mortar, the big box stores are just really struggling. I don't know if you saw it, but down in Cottonwood mall, I saw a guy this past week waving a sign that the office max down there, Cottonwood mall is closing. So yeah. So it's just, that's too bad because I go there. Yeah, no, you know? I I saw him waving a sign said store closing, thirty percent off. Everything is what they were saying. So, but the problem that you run into, Derek, is everybody's ordering online now, and they're just having to ship straight to their house. I know, but if I need ink for my printer, I go to Office Max and get it and bring it back. So do I. So do I. And I like getting it just that way. Because yeah, if you <laughs> if you run out of ink, you don't want to have to wait three or four days for it to come in the mail, and right. then you can't print while you're waiting. Right, exactly. So what you have to do, I guess, is keep stock of your own, keep ink, you know, so when you run out, you already have some, and then reorder, you have to become the store. Well, there's also a little gimmick that some of the print companies do as well, like the printer I use at home. Every time I change the print cartridge, they try to get me onto an auto- right. automatic subscription yeah. where the ink just comes automatically every two or three months. And you're like, no, because yeah. <laughs> it takes about to change the cartridges in mine. Our printer lasts a little bit longer because we don't use it that much as a home printer, but it costs like 70 bucks to reload my inks. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. You could buy another printer for what oh, the ink just, costs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you're just seeing this all over the place with the various different brick-and-mortar stores where people are just more or less going online. And I will be real frank with you about this is that now that there's an Internet sales tax, it's actually better for you to order online from your house in Rio Rancho than to go down there and buy it because now Rio Rancho gets that GRT. Well, that's true. Yeah, there is that. Yeah, <laughs> so, okay. So we're getting the GRT off of those Internet sales now, which – we don't know what the full impact of that's going to be, but this year we estimated that it could add upwards of $3 million to our annual budget, which you know me, Derek. If I'm going to get $3 million, you know what I'm going to spend it on? Roads. Roads. Yep. roads. And, uh, fix I my street. Yes, fix, <laughs> fix the streets. We are working on that, and uh, that is an ongoing process. And I've got some exciting news about a road that we didn't think we were going to be able to get fixed. We had applied for some state money, and uh, we got some state money for this road. And while we're doing another collaboration with a developer like what we did with Los Diamantes, Mm -hmm. we've got a collaboration going with a developer where the developer is going to chip in some of the expenses on it. And so I'll be announcing that probably, well, I think we'll talk about it next week. We've got to leave a teaser out okay. there. We've had a lot of ind- individuals come to the city and say, you got to fix this road. you got to fix this road. It's getting dangerous. And they do get dangerous when they get oh, to yeah. a certain age. It's like when we got Southern Boulevard from Unser to Rainbow paved. Really, that was a bonus road because we applied for some state cash that we didn't know if we were going to get it or not. We got the state cash, and then because we saved money 
on all of our other road projects, we had some cash tucked away. And really, that road was a bonus that we got because of the way we were treating the money very austerely and managing the money very carefully. And we were able to stretch our dollars, use our dollars as matching dollars to grab some state money. And we were able to get that project, which really that project wasn't on the radar for when it happened. It was on the radar for maybe a year or two more out. But we were able to jump out there, get that done. And now that's beautiful that Southern Boulevard from Unser out to Rainbow, it's brand new road. It's smooth. Oh, yeah. and I, I was dro- just on it. I, I know. Yeah. We were just on it. I just drove out there again to the Astronomical Society naming of the observatory out there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, drove out there, just gorgeous road all the way out to and Rainbow. it was really bad. It was. It really needed. It was. Yeah. I mean, chunks of asphalt were coming up in the air and really breaking people's windshields and and then, of course, whenever it would rain or freeze or snow, the potholes would develop just really rapidly on that road. But now it's fixed. Yeah. So that's one of the 27 major road segments that we've replaced in just the last five years. And I remind people, I know that we want to get those residential roads fixed, and we are working on them. We've actually crack patched 60 miles of residential roads in the last five years as we've started this program. And you can go out to the city's website and look at the work that's been done and the work that's going to get started here real soon. This past budget year, I asked for double the money for crack patching. So we're going to try to do double the amount of crack patching this year. And we've been doing about 10 miles a year is what we've been doing. But we've done about 60 miles of it now, and I'm hoping to jump that number up to over 100 miles within the next year or two. But that being said, it just comes down to having the money and getting it done. And then even if we have the money, Derek, we've also got to have the labor to do it, right? So the crack patch is something we do in-house. You don't subcontract that. Some of it we do. It depends on the type of road. If it's a residential crack patch, that's in-house. If it's a collector or an arterial, then we sub that out to another company. Right. And so when we talked a few months back, you were talking about Possibly being able to repair 19th from 528 to golf course. And, yeah. And then uh, so, R- Riverside in um, in River's, River's Edge, Edge too. Yeah. yeah. So Riverside is a done deal. All the funding's there. It's out for engineering right now. As soon as we get the engineering back, we'll put it out for what's known as RFP, a request for a proposal where people will bid on it. Mm-hmm. And then we'll look at who bids on that project. And that's a very expansive project where we're going to replace the all the water infrastructure because, as you know, on that street, it's had numerous, numerous Pat- water. Big patches where they've had to dig it out and fix the pipes. Right, the water main breaks underneath there. And those water main breaks have caused, as you know, sinkholes. And we've had a few cars go into sinkholes because of those water main breaks. Because when you have one of those water mains that break under underground like that, it washes away the dirt really fast. And, of course, then if there's no dirt, there's nothing to hold up the asphalt. Asphalt collapses in, you have a sinkhole. And so this is a major problem area where we will go ahead and um, get that street replaced all the way. And I say this. All the way from 528 to 528. So it loops. Yeah, it it makes a big loop, right? right? And so, and it's right by that fire station, too. So you have a big heavy truck that comes out onto that street. Correct. And uh, so, so that has been a priority for a while. Now, 19th is one that, as we've talked about, I want to get that one done. And uh, Spring Road, we want to get that one done. 
So those are a couple of roads that have some major infrastructure. And then we're looking to try to get Northern Boulevard from 528 up to Rockaway Mm. redone. That's one that we're really targeting as well. And so those are the arterials and the collectors. And so when we get into the residentials, after we get the arterials and the collectors done where the primary traffic is, then we'll start deciding on how we can maybe move into residential areas and start repaving instead of doing the crack patch. But right now we're going to continue to do the crack patch and try to smooth these roads out a little bit and just keep on a a great process. But the Spring Road and the 19th and the Northern Boulevard, those will be dependent on the bond being renewed here coming up in the 2022 election. Every two years, you, the voters have to reapprove those bond allocations for the road repairs. As you know, I'm always encouraging people to vote and support those because renewing them does not increase your taxes. Now, if you voted no and they didn't renew, your taxes would only go down annually on your house, okay? Mm-hmm. $6 a year per $100,000 worth of value. So a $200,000 home, your taxes go down 12 bucks A year. I point out the value of a car when you're buying a used car, the value of one where you can prove the maintenance record as opposed to one where you don't have any maintenance records and maybe maintenance hasn't been done on it. Mm-hmm. If two identical cars, the values are going to be a little bit different there depending on how they're cared for, right? The $12 or whatever you spend in property taxes to make sure that we're fixing roads and investing in the community, that really protects your property values. That's kind of like preventative maintenance. We had a reputation for some of the worst streets in the state. Now we're starting to gain a reputation for some of the nicest looking streets in the state because, look, when you come in now – on uh, two of our major arterials, 528 and Unser Boulevard, those have been repaved and they look beautiful. 528 was repaved from Westside Boulevard all the way to Southern Boulevard. So that has been done. And that was a state project, but we have to work with the state well, yeah. to get those projects in our city, right? And then Unser also was repaved from west side or basically Black Arroyo, the city limits, all the way up to Abrazo. So you're seeing a lot of really great work being done and people that are driving into the city are saying hey this looks really nice this looks really good and we can see that the people are investing here and they're and we're trying to take good care of the infrastructure so those are the things that we're working on derek and uh we've got a lot of cool things coming forward we've got a lot of things in the target but we'll talk about that road as soon as i have it confirmed that we've got everything (laughs) locked down i don't want to get everybody too excited but if we lock down all the particulars by next week i'll announce that yet another major road that we're going to get replaced right here in rear rancho so and then don't forget we have king boulevard that's coming forward too we that one's actually in engineering and we're hoping that that one will go out to rfp before the end of the year and that's that section of king from Wilpit over to unser which i've talked to a lot of people over there in northern meadows and they're they're ecstatic about the fact that that's going to happen yeah well that's their only way in and out unless you go around the other way to uh rainbow right so, yeah. right exactly exactly yeah. You can go out of Northern Meadows. You can go out yeah. through Meadows and cut down through Cherry yeah, and take Cherry window. over to Unser. But that's kind of a onerous way to go, right? Yeah, it's all side streets. So, so you want to take yeah. King because it's a straight shot all the way out. I think you got one or two stop signs all the way through there. Right. So it's a little bit quicker path to Unser. 
And then, of course, once you get on Unser, you've got a quick path now to... They uh, may go that way while you're fixing it. Well, yes, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. They may need to get out of there. Now, and we'll set up good detours and everything for people to make sure that we're doing a good job. We'll set up alternate routes and make sure people can get in and out. That's going to be very important. And the construction companies that we've worked with for have uh, done really well. Oh, and by the way, we can finally say that Lincoln Boulevard is open because that finally opened. That project seemed to drag on quite a bit, and people were excited to get that open. And that's up there just as you're heading north on Paseo del Volcan, just as you get past Iris, just a little bit past Cleveland High School, about a half mile up on the right-hand side. Mm-hmm. You can now make a right onto Lincoln Boulevard, and that street will take you right in over to Plaza and Enchanted Hills. Oh, well, that's handy. Yes, yeah. very handy. It's a great little cut-through. Cut, yeah. It's a great little cut-through, and you don't have to go get out on 528 and then go back down and get into that mess. Go all the way around. All right, Mayor. Well, I appreciate you coming in. I'm talking with Mayor Hull of Rio Rancho. Well, Derek, thank you, and I want to thank everybody for tuning in this morning, and we want you to go out there, make it a wonderful Sunday, and God bless.